Hello, and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got another great episode for you today as we head to the West Coast to chat with a women's soccer duo from UC Santa Cruz. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we've got UC Santa Cruz sophomore Christy Trong and former student athlete Claire Lim. The two share where to find the best breakfast burritos near campus, a go-to karaoke song, how they chose Division Three, and a lot more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Uh, hi, my name is Claire. I'm a former member of the women's soccer team at UC Santa Cruz. Uh, currently, I am a veterinary assistant at a clinic in Oakland. Hi, I'm Christy. I'm a current member of the women's soccer team at UC Santa Cruz. We're going to start off on campus. So talk about maybe some of the best spots to hang out with your team, where you guys like to go on your off days, um, and maybe some favorite local spots, restaurants, coffee shops. Um, Christy, I'll have you start out. On my off days or whenever classes end or I find myself having free time, my friends and I really like to um, just kind of hang out on Upper East Field on campus. We'll like set out blankets and we'll play music and just kind of chill, like make friendship bracelets, play beach volleyball, slackline, things like that, just to kind of reset from the rest of the week. And off campus, I haven't found very many like places that I've liked to eat just because haven't really gotten to the point where I like want to like branch out but one place that I do find myself going back to a lot is Cat and Cloud which is like a cafe or coffee shop in Santa Cruz and I really like the breakfast burritos so that's like another thing my friends and I will do is like every Friday before the last day of the week we'll go to Cat and Cloud in the morning and then we'll have our last couple of classes for the week. So if Claire, if you have any recommendations, do send. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, speaking of breakfast burritos, um, Pleasure Point Market on the east side, if you ever get out over there, um, they have really bomb breakfast burritos. They're huge. Um, and then you can walk over to um, the cliff and watch the surfers while you're eating your breakfast burritos. Um, another place that I've I frequented um, when I was a student there was Surf Rider Cafe. I think it's closed now, but um, they had really great burgers downtown. Um, But on campus, um, like you said, the Upper East Field, just beautiful place. Lots of things to do. So many people there. Um, Yeah, we would just play beach volleyball um, or just hang out up there. I did see a lot of slackliners um, a lot, and I always wanted to try, but never got around to it. So maybe that's on my bucket list now. Definitely not the best at slacklining, but <laughs> it's fun to try. <laughs> that's impressive. I would fall off that thing in an instant. So I think getting up there is impressive. Now going off campus, uh, you probably aren't too far apart in, in times on the team, but um, how is the travel? Obviously, being in California with not many D3 schools, you probably are traveling quite a bit. Um, so are you guys having to hoof it in a bus? Are they letting you guys fly in a, a plane and get there? What kind of travel things do you do? And then also, 
once you do get on those road trips, um, are you guys having to cram a bunch of girls in a room or are you getting maybe at your own bed? What's that? What's the whole travel situation like? Um, for me currently, a lot of the league games that we play are in California. We don't really play the teams that we end up playing in our conference tournament. Um, but we'll take like a big charter bus to our games and we usually play in like LA or like, um, more North of California. Um, and then when we stay in LA or like out away games, we'll stay in hotels with like two people per room. And I usually think I, I personally really like away games just because like, it's always a good way for our team to bond like spontaneously, not really like going out of our way to hang out with each other. It's like, you're kind of like, I guess you're forced to like stay in like one room with a random person, but they end up being like super cool. And you have these really deep conversations with them that you may not have, you may not have had the, had with them outside of it. Um, So I just personally think that the away trips are great bonding experiences and um, I personally really like them. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The away trips were so much fun. It's just a lot of time spent with the team, um, which is um, really helpful to translate onto the field as well. Um, back when I was uh, a player there, we didn't have a conference, but we would <laughs> we would pile into like two vans um, and take those to away trips. So it was also just like, kind of like, um, not forced, but like you had to be close with your teammates um, for those trips. It was long, long rides, um, lots of karaoke, um, singing at the top of our lungs, lots of naps too. Um, but I loved away games. They're just so much fun to be around people that um, you care about and care about you. All right. And on those trips and everything like that, were there any kind of touristy experiences you got to have or anything? I know you got to travel some fun places like LA, um, probably up and down the West Coast as well, since there are some Northwest conference schools up there. Um, any fun touristy experiences you had during your time? And Claire, you could start that one out. Sure. Um, the first one that comes to my mind, um, we went to Georgia to play in the uh, GSAC tournament. Um, and one of our off days, we went to the Alamo, which was like a museum that talked all about um, what happened there. And I just remember um, there was a gift shop and two of my teammates found like, I think they were like foam or wooden swords and we're just like pretending to battle each other <laughs> in the gift shop. And it was just um just things like that like being able to go on trips with um teammates is so much fun because you get to see how um how everyone is off the field too and we're just it was just a blast every time any foam swords for you christy or or any other (laughs) touristy experiences um yeah last year we had our conference tournament in virginia and we had an off day, so we went to Colonial Williamsburg, which is somewhere we didn't really know we were going to go. Like, it was kind of, like, least expected, but it ended up being really fun. Like, we – there was, like, a cute little, like, shop area, and we kind of were just, like, running around wreaking havoc. 
Um, so that was pretty fun. And also in Virginia, our hotel, just one random night happened to have karaoke at the like hotel restaurant. And so we like all signed up for karaoke and all the local people were singing and they were singing with us. There's like a little bachelorette party group that was singing with us. And so it was just a really fun time. And yeah, like Claire said, you like bond with a lot of people and you make connections that last both on and off the field. And it's a great time. So you have to share the go-to karaoke song with us now. Oh, go-to karaoke song. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, or what it's, did you it sing differ- that night? <laughs> it differs every time. But one song that was a memorable song for that night was definitely Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me. Mm-hmm. It started out with four <laughs> people singing and it ended up being like everyone there, like joining in a circle and like jumping around and like all singing together. So that was pretty cool. I love that. Um, and friendship bracelets making eager. Are you a Swifty? I am. I went to her Eras tour this this summer, and it was probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, I was there as well in Nashville. I can agree. Yeah. Um, now let's talk academics. So I guess first I'll have you each share your major. So Claire, what was your major? Uh, I was a psychology major. Okay, and Christy. I'm a global and community health major, which used to be human biology, but it kind of transitioned while I came into college. Okay. Um, Do you guys, I don't know if those two would, maybe with their classes or anything, but do you have any overlap in those classes that you know of? Maybe you took some biology classes. I know they're both sort of in the sciencey realm, but not really. Um, But if not, what was your favorite class during your major and during your experience there? And then maybe a favorite professor. Um, yeah, I don't know if we would have any overlapping classes. I kind of went the psychology route to avoid math and <laughs> science and stuff. But actually, one of my favorite classes um, under psychology was intro to psychology statistics because um, we learned all about um, researching um, and got to do our own like research project, which was really fun um, with a small group. That sounds really interesting. Um, one of my favorite classes I've taken, I would say, was Bio 20A. Not necessarily for, I mean, the class itself was pretty interesting. I would probably consider myself more of a chemistry girl than a, a bio girl, but the professor... I'm not sure if you may or may not know who he is, but his name was John Tamkun. And I just really liked him because it was a big lecture, but he made it very interactive and he explained things very well. And he was very um, understanding and flexible. And being a student athlete, that was like, like, yes, like that was like perfect for me. Yeah, definitely those types of professors are the best that are like super engaging. Um, I started college thinking I was going to study something else, but um, I wasn't really engaged in the first class I took, but I was super into the intro um, to psychology class um, just because everything that the professor was talking about was super interesting and um, fun to learn about. So definitely helps. (laughs) 
All right. Now off of the schoolwork into your, your fun times on the team, you guys have talked about that a little bit, but um, I will have you, or I'll see if you can share maybe one of your funniest or the craziest, um, but appropriate stories you have from your time. So Claire, you can start this one. Yeah. Um, I think that my favorite like team memory would be, I think it was my junior year and every, before every game we would blast love on top by Beyonce in the locker room and just scream it at the top of our lungs. And I think it got shriller and a little bit more scary every time the key changed. So it's probably very um, intimidating for the opposing team. (laughs) I can see how that would be. (laughs) Christy, what about you? Um, for me was probably from the same Virginia trip that, um, we did karaoke at and, and probably the same night, but during that night when we were singing or when someone was singing, one of my teammates had sat on what we thought was a stool. It was like this little like ceramic looking stool and she was sitting on it for the entire night. And then once we started singing, I believe it was the Taylor Swift song, the stool just shatters and like disintegrates under her and she like falls to the floor and everyone was just like dying laughing. It was so funny because it was so unexpected. We thought she was sitting on a stool and I guess it was like the little side table that you weren't supposed to be sitting on. But yeah, that was, it was, that was a core memory for sure. Um, And now maybe similar vein, but different story. Um, What's a favorite memory during your time with the program? Um, and Christy, I'll have you start this one. Um, my favorite memory is probably all the bus rides that we've had going to away trips and coming back from away trips. Even if people are like, v- like super tired because it's 7 a.m. and we're driving seven hours to L.A. Or if it's 7 p.m. and we're driving home from L.A., like we always find a way to play music and everyone finds a way to like liven liven up and sing and dance the music even if they're like tired from the morning or tired from a game we just played and everyone gets into it and so it's just like it's super fun because it's like like again like another bonding moment everyone has like they'll like suggest to play music or like request songs and so it just gets the whole bus going for the dreading seven hours yeah, those are definitely um, great memories for me too. Just the long rides with each other. I think um, just any time to bond with the team um, off the field um, was really, really special. I think one of my favorite memories um, would have to be we had a sports psychologist that would volunteer um, and do sessions with us. And I remember there was this one away trip um before a big game and he was kind of just getting us all to um reflect on what made the team so special and we all just like went around it was kind of like thanksgiving like oh what are you thankful for um but it ended up being like a really meaningful deep conversation with us all um we're all like crying at the end but um i think it was really awesome to just be vulnerable um with each other and (laughs) Sorry. Um, just be vulnerable with each other and learn about each other and just um, just bask in how amazing it is to be a part of something um, with people who support you um, on and off the field. 
That's awesome. I know people who are listening to this won't be able to see that, but you have a very cute cat uh, <laughs> who just wanted to join yeah. us. I have a puppy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a puppy sleeping behind me, so I can I can relate to the, <laughs> the animal struggles. <laughs> um, last thing, or last couple of things to wrap it up. Um, this podcast is part of our 50th anniversary of Division Three celebration, so um, we're going to zoom out a little bit. And I want to talk about what it means to you to be or to have been a Division Three student athlete. So, Christy, I'll let you start this one. Um, what does it mean to you to have been, to be a D three student athlete? What's what has the experience meant to you? Maybe what are some things you got to do that you might not get to do at a different level? Yeah, for sure. Um, throughout my entire life leading up to playing Division Three soccer. It, it was kind of always drilled into my mind. Like you have to go D1, like you have to go to a, go- a good school, like get a good ed- education and only D1 will give you that. And um, it wasn't until I like actually like took a moment to like think like, do I really want to go D1? Like I've seen so many people like go D3 or go to smaller schools that aren't at that like super high level and get just as good of an education and play just as competitive soccer. And it took me realizing that I needed to make the decision for myself instead of hearing and listening to what people around me were saying. And now that I am playing division three soccer, I like know for a fact that I made the right choice because um, it is really like the best of both worlds. Like I'm playing competitive soccer, which is what I've always wanted to do. And I'm getting just as good of an education as I would have at any other D1 school that people were telling me to go to. And so playing division three soccer, I think is, it's been a blessing in disguise because I both listened to what I wanted and I'm also getting the education and the level of soccer that people were telling me I needed. And yeah. Yeah, I can a hundred percent relate to that. I remember in high school um, and my club team, like everyone was either like getting scholarships or choosing to go to D1 schools. Um, And it was kind of, it, it came to a point for me before choosing Santa Cruz where I was like, I don't even know if I can, play soccer and uh, get the good education that I want to do from college. Um, And I'm just so happy that UC Santa Cruz accepted me and I was able to come and play the sport that I love and also just be able to explore like who I was outside of soccer too. Um, And having just like 26 girls that would support me no matter what um, on and off the field. It was just like you said, a blessing in disguise. I can't imagine a better college experience. I love to hear that. Now, like I said, 50th anniversary, we've had 50 years and many more to come. So this is kind of a broad question and you might just have, you know, not a huge answer for it, but what do you see or maybe what do you hope to see for the future of Division Three? And Claire, I'll let you start this one. Yeah, I think... Speaking to what we previously said, um, just being able to have that balance between sports and academics. Um, and I think Division Three is just such an important um, 
thing to have because uh, a lot of people think that they can't have both. Um, and it's been so amazing to be able to be supported both academically and um, athletically. And I just, I know that D3 is a great option for so many people. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, and like you said, like I hope for D3, like girls younger than me will like see it as not a lower level or a lower academic opportunity, but more as like a you get both a great education and a great um, athletic experience. And with that emphasis on focusing on education, it that's something I hope that Division three sports continues to do and that people and players to come will start looking into it more. Yeah, I like what you said about like not seeing it as a lower option, just because I think so many people like us, where it was just drilled into our heads, like we have to go D1. Like if you're going to be serious about a sport, that's the only route that you should want to do. And I think moving forward um, with more D3 athletes, like speaking out like this, I think it, I think it would really like break the stigma of like what you said, like, I don't want people to think that D3 is just like a, a background choice um, where for you and me, I think it's like the best choice we could have made for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. What a great way to end this podcast. Um, thank you to both for joining me um, all the way from California. I appreciate you taking the time to be on here and wish you the best of luck this season, Christy, and wishing you the best of luck with your career, Claire. Um, Thanks for hopping on here. Thank you so much for setting this up. Yeah, thank you, Katie. Go Smug. To everyone listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division 3, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.